Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 24. I am Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and you are listening to the most unexpectedly expected magic podcast in the history of podcasts, which is Commander Cookout Podcast, which is this one. How many times am I going to say that? Who knows? I don't even know. I'm Atlas, living this as I go before I take a breath. Now hit our theme song. So like I was saying, we're going to talk about the least spiciest general of all time, and I didn't think that that was really worth part of the intro. Oh, yeah, that's it. We yeah. alluded to it last week. Yes, we did. In uh, the intro to the Ark of the Unexpected. Yep. This is episode two, which is episode 24. Of the show. <laughs> of the show. Yes. Um, before we get into it, though, you yeah. want to do yeah. our, uh, if you want to listen our to these, If you want to listen to the other 23 episodes of the show, which you obviously do, you can check us out at Commander Cookout Podcast on Google Play, iTunes, Podomatic, which is the most important one. You got to help us beat those scrapbooking ladies. We talked about it last week. Come on, let's let's just do that. I have nothing against them personally, yep. but scrapbooking is boring, and I I want to win. Yep. And you know what? Um, Commander Society Hayes at Commander Society shares our show on Facebook. If you listen to it on through your Facebook app, or if you go to commandersociety.com and listen to it there, wherever you listen to it, Potomatic actually knows. So if you want to like, subscribe, or share it wherever for other people to listen to it. Potomatic knows, and that's going to help us beat those ninnies. Yeah, yep. it'll, it'll be very helpful. Um, yep. Also, if you want to send us anything, we're also Commander Cookout. <laughs> we're all, are we Commander Cookout Podcast? We're Commander Cookout on Gmail. No that's nudes. A, I was going to say, uh, if, if you want to send us anything, including a Grimlock card for Brando. Yeah, that's the new. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Yep. Gonna, we'll get to that. CCO Podcast on Twitter, CCO Podcast on tappedout.net. Uh, although this list we're going to talk about today, full disclosure and unexpectedly, we actually are borrowing this from somebody else. What's their name, Ryan? Max Co. Really? Uh, M A X K O H on tappedout.net. Okay, so this is Max Co's deck. He doesn't know that we're doing this. If you know Max Co, let him know. Or He's- if you are Max Co, good on you. Get yeah. in touch with us at our email address. Maybe we'll send you something. Yeah, probably not. Now we oh, will. I got lots of foils that go in this deck that he's playing. There we go. We'll send you a foil that's in this deck. Like if you're Max Co. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a bunch of foils too. Anyway, uh, that's all of our social media stuff. Our contest this week is I will send you the money that a foil Grimlock card is worth if you send me a foil Grimlock card. Wow. What a good deal. Well, isn't that great? Yep. It's way better than like liking a Facebook page or doing something that requires little to no effort. Like on this particular occasion, and you actually have to do some stuff. Y- you actually get to go to Hascon to get one of those cards. Yeah. Man, I wanted to go to Hascon. So did I. Hascon's my favorite thing. Dang it. Next to Botcon, which I've also never been to. Down in Texas, though. I hope that everybody is doing okay. If you're in Texas, I hope you're okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I or- got a friend that uh, she used to live in my house, actually lives in Houston right now. Or oh. she lives in Dallas. No, she lives in Houston. Like right now? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Not all of it's flooded. Okay, well, here's hoping that she made it out okay. Lots of it is. I think mm-hmm. she's in Dallas right now. Her husband's family lives up there or something. Well, here's hoping. Well, yeah. That's it. Yeah, so if you know anybody in Texas, our happy, happy thoughts are with them. Uh, so Certainly. So, Ryan, what is going down? Oh, you said my thing. <laughs> Nobody expected me to say Ryan's thing, but I did. I guess we alluded to it already. We got an Atraxa list. No, Sorry, I've got to cut you off. I'm going to say a thing. Way earlier in the show, like the history of Commander Cookout Podcast, we talked about Atraxa being the least spicy general you could ever have because she, she was released. She had 1,000 lists. She's up Before to Before she even came out. She's almost at 4,000 lists. She's by far and away the most popular general, mostly because of Infect and Super Friends. Yeah. So... Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. And we embarked on a mission to try and make Atraxa not jank. Well, she's not jank, but not be crappy. We don't want to... We don't stale. Wanna, yeah, stale. Stale is stale. the opposite of spicy. Old bread. We yes. don't want to eat old bread. We want to eat delicious things like... Deep fried bread with spicy hot sauce on it. Yes, with chicken inside. That would be a spicy chicken sandwich. Exactly. I love spicy chicken sandwiches. We are going to make spicy chicken sandwich Atraxa. Yes, that is exactly what yeah. we're doing. You know what? I, this is part of what we call Project Atraxa. Yes. We've already embarked on one deck that we've tweaked over the lifetime of the show. now, And especially now that C-17 has come up that we talked about last week. Yep. Two cards from there went into Turbo Fog Atraxa from episode six or seven. Yep. Go check it out. It's a cool list. 
this one's going to be cool too. And uh, I guess without further ado, do we read a track so everybody knows what she does? I suppose we should give her a Lance read. Williams. You're right. Okay, so a tracks of Praetor's voice is a four-four angel horror legendary creature for black, white, blue, green, and she has flying, vigilance, death touch, life length, and and at the beginning of your upkeep, proliferate. And plurif- proliferate is you choose any number of permanents and or players with counters on them. Then give each another counter of the kind it already has. It's pretty good. So you add a counter to whatever you want to add a counter to every turn. Yep. And it's choose, so you can't uh, hexproof it away. Yeah. It's important. So it's excellent. Normally, you would choose a planeswalker. Because you're a terrible person. Loyalty counter. You add an, another counter to your loyalty of your, all your planeswalkers, and you would play with doubling season, and it would add two. Or you do the same thing, except instead of loyalty counters, you do infect counters on your opponent. Because you're a piece of opponents. shit. Opponents. Yeah. Or you do both. Yeah, because you're like a super huge piece of shit. Yeah. Ugh. So what we're going to do instead... Because we're, we're gonna, not pieces of shit. Our, the jury's still out. <laughs> um, we're going to add this to our library of Atraxa lists, and it is Fungus Traxa. Yeah, or Thalatraxa. Thalid Thalatraxa. Yeah. So what does that mean? Let's read Thalid. This is the classic old school from Fallen Empires. Yep. Had four different arts, I think, right? Oh, yeah. So awesome so when neat. they did that. I wish they still did that. They that do it with lands, but I wish they did it with like normal cards. Get on it, wizards. It's probably the money thing, right? Mm. Stupid money. I hate it. That's why I spend it. <laughs> don't own any yeah, of it. Don't want to have any <laughs> Damn it. Thalid is a creature fungus for green. 1-1. One, one. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a spore counter on Thalid. Spore counter? That's what are you going to do with there, those? There's your counter, right? What the hell are you going to do with those, Ryan? Now, we're going to call this ability Thalid. Yes. These two abilities. Because his second ability is remove three spore counters from Thalid. Put a green, a 1-1 one, one green sapperling creature token onto the battlefield. Ooh. So he's going to get a fungus counter. Every three turns, he's going to go poof, and he's going to give you a sapperling. Yeah. He's going to poop out a little seed that's going to grow into a little tiny tree creature. Very cool. Yeah. It's a neat, it's a neat idea and neat ability. And the creature type fungus is a reoccurring theme. You could actually build fungus tribal traxa. Yes. This is kind of what that is, but it's not a tribal deck proper. It doesn't have no. like the coat of arms and the, the things that give tribal boosts. Yes. It's got, uh, it kind of goes wide with sapperlings across the whole table. Yes. Um, because what you do is just choose your thalids because there's a whole bunch of them in the list that uh, you proliferate and you get more fungus counters to make sapperlings twice as fast. You get a bazillion dudes, and then you beat wholesale ass with them. Absolutely. We haven't beat wholesale ass in some number of weeks now. We have not. And I think it's about time yeah, for re- a good ass beating. Yeah, we return back to old school, old times. Take one. 40 times. Yes! At the same time. Yep. Yes. Of course, these creatures will be larger than that, but you get the idea. Yeah. Okay, yes. so let's get into the recipe a little bit. Okay, 35 creatures. That's a good-ass number. That's a creature deck. Yep. Yep. It's a deck that features creatures. Uh, do we like any of the creatures? Should we go over a couple of the, Let, couple of the highlights? Let's talk about a couple. Of, let's talk about some fungus highlights. Yeah, we'll give you a better idea of the other things that these fungi can do. Because <laughs> th- Thalid is Thalid, but there are other non-basic Thalids, shall we say. Yeah, well, you know what? The first one I'm looking at on the list is actually a black one, and it's the only mono-black one in the list, and it is Death Spore Thalid. Give him a read, because he's a zombie Thalid. Zombie Thalid. Zombie Fungus. Zombie Fungus? Zombie Fungus. Okay, it is a 1-1 for black and 1 at the beginning. It has Thalid, but it also has Sacrifice Sapperling. Target creature gets minus 1, minus 1 until end of turn. Mm -hmm. So it turns your Sapperlings into removal spells. Yep. And you gotta you gotta remember you don't have to sacrifice the thalids that this guy makes, or sorry the sapperlings that this guy makes. You can sacrifice any sapperlings. Yeah, as long as you have sapperlings, have sapperlings will shrivel. And when we get to the bigger creatures, and when we get to uh, the sorceries in the deck, you can actually make a crap ton 
of Sapperlings with this deck. Yes. Which is one of the reasons I picked it, because one of my first kind of, what I thought was, air quotes, good deck, my, my deck that had multiple copies of the same rare, like back in 1999, right? <laughs> was a Sapperling deck, and it was totally fun. I remember that deck, actually. And it was super fun. Yeah. I kept it for a long time, and I ended up making a commander deck out of it. Then I took it apart, and maybe I'll put it back together. I don't know. Yeah. I have a Trax. I could build this deck. This deck would be great. I actually really like this deck. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. Let's talk about some more of these. Some more of these dudes. Let's yep. talk about some more dudes. We have got a little ditty called, and he's not a fungus, but oh no, he's he is a, fungus. a fungus. He is no. He yeah, is. He's fungus as fuck, dude. We've got Gave, Guru of Spores, or Gave. What do you say? You're the English major. I say Gave. Gave. Okay. G H A V E. Ga Gave. Gave. Is it Gave? Go Gave. Gave. Him. Okay, so he is a fungus shaman, white. Green, black, two for a zero, zero. Huh? That doesn't seem that like a very terrible. good deal. Legendary creature, of course. Gave Groover Spores enters the battlefield with five plus one plus ones on him. And you could proliferate those, of course. Of course. You could deep glow, deep, deep, what is it? Deep glow skate those and double them. So he's a 10, 10. Yep. Deep glow skate is also in here. Yep. But what you really want to do is pay one, remove a plus one from him, and put a sapperling into play. There you go. Or. You could pay one and sacrifice a creature, put a plus one on him. So as long as you can pay one, you can either sack a sapperling to make him bigger or make him smaller to make a sapperling. Now, everybody out there is thinking, oh, they're talking about Gave. Yes, we play doubling season. Yes, it's broken. Yeah. Yes, shut up. We're all smart. Yeah, but you know what? In the potential cuts and budget section, if you You don't don't have a $60 doubling season, that's okay. If you don't have a $60 doubling season, don't play Funguses. You need a doubling season for this deck to be good. And normally we talk about, okay, I budget was options. Say, no, okay, no, don't. You, no, you need it. You have to have a doubling season. Every deck that plays a Fungus has a doubling season. Yeah. Because you know it's, it's too good to not play. We'll, we'll get there because I've got, a, I've got a couple things to say about the Fungus tribe in general yeah. i'll give you a line of play before we get to that sure that'll illustrate it but uh well we're, we're, let's just talk about okay it now. let's, let's, let's do get enough. back into the creatures these okay. two creatures that we're talking about and these are the two that will go into this line of play you have spore sower thalid and what he is a four four for four two of which is green at the beginning of your upkeep put a spore counter on each fungus you control so he himself does not have Thalid, but he does put spore counters on all your dudes he puts and another spore counter on all your thalids exactly he's kind of like a doubling season Sort of, yes. Okay. And then you remove three from him, and you can get a, get a what are they called? Sapperling. I get them all mixed up. Sapperling, Thalid, whatever. Anyways, and then your next dude is Sapperloth Ancient, another 4-4, four, four, this time for two green and three. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a spore counter on him. Creatures you control have, remove two spore counters from this creature, put a Sapperling into play. So he's reducing the cost of making a Sapperling for your fungi. He's like a 1.5. Five doubling season. Correct. Or, or a .33 doubling season. That's what he is. So with the doubling season in play, and those two guys, and Atraxa, you get two sapperlings per creature per turn. Sick. Or four sapperlings per creature per turn. That's insane. And that's why you play doubling season. Because without that, you get one. Yep. With doubling season, you get, get is eight. It, is that magical Christmas land? I don't think so. I think you can do it. Okay. It's even on curve. If you play a ramp spell turn one, it's on curve. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, it's not going to happen. Let's often, go back into the recipe because we yeah. can we can see statistically how on curve that is based yeah. on the ramp and the creatures and the mana dorks and stuff. Yes. Um. So creatures. Okay, we've got the 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 fungus. There's a couple things that give sapperlings plus one plus one. There's yep. a couple big daddy pump. Uh, yeah. Type sapperling things. Vertiloth, the ancient nomada grove guardian. We'll talk about those later on in the show. Yep. Um. Instance, one instant, and it's one. a tutor. And it's a, I, I don't even know if I call it a redundancy tutor, honestly. You think? Like, it's definitely well, a tutor. It should count it. as a tutor. Let's, let's go to it. It definitely counts as a tutor. It's Congregation at Dawn. Green, green, one for an instant. Search your library for up to three creature cards. Reveal them, shuffle, and put them on top of your library in any order. I like those ones because I think they're super fair. Yep. I mean, yes, you can play them at the end of your opponent's turn and draw into one of them, but you're not getting three creatures to your hand. Correct. You can't do it on your turn, put it in your hand. Unless, yep. of course, you can draw a yeah, card, which of course you can. There's special circumstances you draw extra cards and stuff, but you've got to do work to get that card right now. Yeah, it on its own 
doesn't just change your whole game yeah. right away. It's not a demonic tutor. Yeah. I think that that's fair. I like those. Okay. Um, and you're not going to grab all three of your combo pieces, put them on the top of your library, and then instantly get them without help. Yeah, without... A l- and survive and blah, 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 yeah. and magical Christmas land. Yeah. I guess uh, the jury's out or the story's out here. Uh, Tudor's four. This yes. is one of four. Um, probably the most... No, the, no. The most fair one or is it the most broken it's one? It's the most fair one. Oh, no, Tooth and Nail's in here. That's the most broken yeah, one. Yeah, Tooth and Nail is <laughs> yeah. broken as hell. Yeah. Okay, uh, Sorceries, eight. And we're looking at either creature production or we are looking at um, mana production or ramp. So I think that that's fair. And one t- one of our other tutors is in there. We should probably give him a read. Was that? Uh, let's, let's Gre- uh, Green Suns? Yes. So about Green Suns Zenith is a sorcery for green and X, and you can search your library for a green creature card with converted mana cost X or less, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library, then then shuffle Green Sun into your library. It's very good. Yeah, I like that, tutor. I guess uh, we'll, we're going to talk about that later, too. we got all kinds of things to to talk about, so we we're going to keep pushing here. through here. Artifacts for their ramp and fixing. The two things that you're going to want in a three-color deck if you have a little bit of a budget mana base. Yes. Yeah, Chromatic Lantern, it's going to tap for any color. It's going to make your stuff tap for any color. Very good. Gilded Lotus, it's going to give you three of any color by tapping it. Also very good. Or one of any color, I should say. Yeah, but three of any one color. That, what you said. Then there's a Soul Ring and an Ashnod's Altar. Just great mana production and when you're producing dudes at the rate that this deck can ashnod's altar is exceptionally good yeah especially with the aforementioned gave guru of yeah spores. lets you go infinite a couple different ways that are actually built into the deck yes i'm um, not super spicy so we won't go deep on it but, yeah, but um, just know that it's there yeah we'll keep pushing on here 17 enchantments it's lots that's a good that's an enchantment deck right uh yeah. we're playing token doublers we're playing the aforementioned doubling season, of course. Uh, anointed procession, of course. We're playing parallel lives. That is when you put tokens onto play, you put additional tokens mm-hmm. into play. Kind get a of sapling, like get season. two saplings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cathar's crusade for when you're getting a sapling, all of them get bigger. Ooh. Play a creature, everything else gets bigger. It's like Avenger of Zendikar, but it's yep. an enchantment, and it's all your dudes all the time, not just your plant tokens. Exactly. I like this little guy here, Fungal Bloom, green, green enchantment. For green, green, put a spore counter on target fungus. You need that one more thing? Just sink a little bit of mana into it. You'll get a sapperling. Yeah, maybe you haven't got a Traxia. yet. Maybe you're on the three turn for one sapperling clock. Because that's a real thing. And that's yeah, part that's of the reason thing. why fungus is kind of suck sometimes. Yeah. Because if you don't have your proliferators, your doubling seasons, it's It's slow. slow. That's and right. You're waiting three turns to get a 1-1. One, one. Yeah. And that's terrible. You know what? We do have an inexorable tide, which is uh, whenever you cast a spell, proliferate. Super good. You and could. standard attracts a card as well. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Here's the thing about proliferate, though. You got to be a little bit careful with your um, with your fungus because if you wait to get three, then you remove all of them and proliferate. It doesn't have any tokens on it yeah. or counters. You got to right? be careful with so that. You got to have four, remove three, and still have one to proliferate. Correct. Right? And uh, paradox haze. You get two upkeeps. Neat. Another standard attracts card. Yeah. Everything in here that's blue, I think, is uh, a standard oh, yeah, attracts good, card. Good point. Deep Glow Skate, Parallax Tide, or Paradox Haze, and Inexorable Tide. Yeah, all of them are cards that just kind of go with Atraxa. Yeah. Like this, Funguses is a Gave Guru of Spores deck. Really? Yeah, like, I who, think so. Yeah. The unexpected part here is we're playing a Gave Guru of Spores deck with blue in it. Really, that's what we're doing. Yeah, and the th- the two of the three blue cards are like, yeah, gall dang, is that good? Yeah. The deep glow skate could be anything else. Yeah. Really, it's a one-time effect because it doesn't play a lot of bounce because it's a fungus deck that is not going to take advantage of blinking deep glow. Yeah, and we're going to spice it up a little bit, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, card draw, four spells. Seems like it's a little bit low, right? But... Yeah. 37 cards give you an additional creature advantage. So that is when you play a creature, you're getting... Or when you play a card, you're getting something. You're getting a token, you're getting a creature, you're getting a search, you're getting a something. Right. And that's either going to be advantage on the board, that's going to be a significant amount of buff, or that's going to be like a land into your hand. Something like that. Yes, very good. Okay. Targeted and mass removal. That's when the deck starts to get a little bit... 
wishy-washy week. I think that there could be something here that could be tweaked. We talked about one of them with Deathsport Thalid. That's one. My silence is telling. <laughs> there's one. Is it Deathsport Thalid? Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There's your removal package. <laughs> Seems good. Yeah. Um, no. But lacking. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so I get it. You don't want to wrath because they're so slow. Yeah. You are going to be the slowest thing on the table. At every time. Yeah. Every time. So and maybe- a new card from Ammon can't destroys your whole life. Uh, which one? The one that can't, nothing can have counters put on it. Oh, yeah. That card, Solemnity. Dis- Solemnity. it destroys your life. Yeah, that mm-hmm. destroys Atraxa's life. Yeah, you are over now. Yeah, yeah. in general. I mm-hmm. hope that that at least slowed down the production of Atraxa lists on no. EDHREC.com, but it hasn't. No, it, it didn't. No. 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 How are there 37 million ways of doing Super Friends and Infect? I'm, I'm floored uh, by that. I don't think there is. I bet you if you pulled up 3,700 lists and see how many times they were exactly the same except for the mana base no screw it with the mana base yeah don minor tell us make it happen <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna actually ask him okay. how many attracts lists are a hundred percent the same i'll bet you there's quite a few i wonder hey i'll bet you there's quite a few when we were looking up uh, a little behind the scenes radio talk here inside baseball if you will yes i will when we were looking for this how many fungus attracts lists did we find to 12. Talk about? 12 12 out of almost Three or four, they got a four thousand list. Yeah, twelve. What, how many lists? At the time of that, I did the show notes. It was thirty six eighty five. Now it's thirty seven twenty two, and it was like a four day window there. Yeah, Attracts Attracts is everywhere. I hate her. She's expected AF. You know what? The uh, the commander and podcast guys actually had um, the dude that drew Attraxa on their uh, on their show. It was really wow. cool to listen to him talk. He's from Mexico. Good for him. The little price on edhrec.com, though blocks out the artist's name so i don't remember what it is but good episode sweet okay little shout out to them yep for sure ramp spells three little bit low but we talked about getting that additional advantage yes um and mana rocks and dorks four rocks which is a hundred percent of the artifacts and three dorks um, There's a bird of paradise. What yeah. other ones were there? We've got a bird of paradise. It's a green zero one flyer for uh, uh, taps for a man of any color. Yep. There is a utopia micon, which is a zero two fungus for green. It's got thalid one and thalid two abilities. Sack a sapperling, add one man of any color to your mana pool. Pretty good. Yep. Unless I, actually, that's one of the more powerful ones. It's very it's good, yeah. free mana once you have a whole ton of sapperlings. Yeah, provided you have doubling season or traxing going on. Uh you don't even need if you've you don't got, need doubling if, season. If you've got ten sapperlings and you need ten mana, you got ten mana. You got ten mana. Of course yeah. then you have zero sapperlings. I feel like if you're spending ten, you're getting more. Trust me. There's no Ulamog in this deck. <laughs> no, I mean you're getting more sapperlings in this deck if you're spending ten yeah, mana. That's true. You're 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 kicking a Vertiloth and getting a, a six what is he a Four six tree folk that gives you sapperlings for X kicker, yeah. and they all get plus one plus one. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, there's a wood elf, which is a one one elf for green two. Search for a forest, put it into play. That's not a dork. It's uh, a ramp spell. It's a creature. Shut up. <laughs> the point is, it gets a forest. Yeah, it, it, it gets it land type forest, puts it into play, so you can get a dual land or a shock land if you got them. Very good. You could get a Dryad Arbor if you needed another creature for whatever reason. Yep. And if Dryad Arbor was in this list. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert when we get to that part. Spoiler alert, it will be. So I guess those three creature dorks. That's like two two and a half dorks, basically. Yeah, two and a half dorks. It's like that stupid show. F you, Charlie Sheen. (laughs) Yeah. Tiger blood my beanbag. How about that? It's a little bit low, and you know what? When we uh, when we get to the potential cuts or better options section, we're gonna get back to that. But um, the next section we want to get into right now is how to play or the lines of play of the deck. And we've both done Sapperlings before. Yep. Uh, I've done. I think I did Sapperlings proper, like a sixty and four deck, and you've done Agave deck. So we probably yes. have a little bit of a different take um, yeah. because you've played Agave and I haven't. But right off the bat, I want to say. Turn for Atraxa, that's what you want. Every time. Every time. So mana is important. Yep. It's 35 lands in the deck, by the way. Um, is it high? Is it low? The deck is slow, so you're going to have time to develop that mana base. Yes. 
Um, but the, the deck is a snail. You're not going to win any races with this. No. Ever. No. Um, it's always going to be beneficial to have turn four tracks up. I think protection for her is deserved in the deck, and there isn't any. Yeah, there is none. Um, so maybe, you know, Lightning Greaves, Swiftfoot Boots, you want to try and find a place for those in the list. I guess the the point is his player, because Thalids are too slow. Yes. Thal- That's going to be the theme, right? The reason that Thalids aren't more played and why Gave Guru of Spores hasn't become, I think, a more kind of popular and kind of prolific general is because Sapperlings are so slow. Playing Fungus Tribal, if you will, is very slow. Nobody expects it because it's too slow. It's always too slow. There's only one thing that really makes you benefit from having all those. Like, if you have a dude with a bunch of spore counters on him, at the end of the day, he's still a 0 2. That yeah. Utopium Icon is a yeah. 0 2. He's not attacking for, they're not plus one, plus one counters that you're removing. Yeah, you're, and you're right. using them to make one one. And I guess that's the difference yeah. from my 60 and four Sapperling deck proper is if you can cram it full of redundant, make a Sapperling for each creature you control. And, and you can play three of those on the same turn. It's double your creatures, double that again, double that again. Excellent. Right? With the same card. Bang, bang, bang. Yes. That card is actually Sapperling Symbiosis. And point of interest, we talked about Route and Twilight's Call last week. Right. This is the green one from that cycle of you can play it as an instant if you pay two more. Pay two more. So it's put a 1-1 green Sapperling creature token onto the battlefield for each creature you control for green three. It's actually what Twilight's Call... We were talking about Twilight's Call in the same way that this card is used. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Somebody's attacking into you, you play this, you get a bunch of dudes, you put them in to block those dudes. Exactly. Twilight's so Call, you, you play, you, just get things You've alpha strike your one opponent on one turn. You you play it on your turn and have a whole bunch of sapperlings. If you if you have haste with Eldrazi Monument or what have you, um, you can attack with all those sapperlings now. Um, or if you've alpha striked and are tapped out and you're going to get cracked back by a different opponent, you could cast that from your hand for two extra and have a team of 1-1 one, one blockers. Very good. You could use them in both ways. It's similar to how Route, Twilight's Call, yeah. Sapperling Symbiosis. God, what are the other two? Who cares? They probably suck. Yeah, the blue one and the red one were both I'm never sure played awful. by myself. Yeah, ever. I don't even know what they are. They're awful as whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess with the ramp package, we've got turn one ramp as possible 14% of the time. That's like yep. less than one out of every five games. So that means less than out of one out of every five games, you're going to have a turn three Atraxa. Which, right. No, which, well, yeah, yeah, you Which can. would be awesome. Yes. So that means less than one out of every five games, you're going to have a turn three Atraxa. And this might be a situation where Soul Ring is a little bit weak. Because Soul Ring, sure, gives yeah. you two, but it tracks as a hard four. Four-colored yeah. converted, or four-colored mana in her converted mana cost. Soul uh, Ring's not going to help you there. It ain't going to help you out. And a turn three attracts would be so sick, especially you could, if you could do, like, a turn one and a turn two and a turn four Thalid. Very good. She's going to help you a lot there. Yes, she's yeah. going to help you out quite a bit. So maybe you want maybe you want more. It depends on how important... Uh, Turn three Atraxa would be like, is it that much better? I don't think it's that much better than turn In the four course Atraxa. of this this slow deck, does speeding it up half a turn or a turn, does it matter that much? It might. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe if you're trying to get to like a like a big Sapperling Alpha Strike kind of card, if you could do that a turn sooner, you could take out maybe one player sooner. Maybe. But I don't uh, think it's I don't think it's that cool. This deck is very slow and it's very fun, but I think there's lots that could be done to make it better. We're going to get to that later, and we're going to help... Uh, what's our boy's name? Max Co. We're going to help Max Co. If you still got this deck together, we're going to make it the envy of the neighborhood. People are going to laugh at you when you bust it out again, and then you're going to make them shit their pants. Yep. Yep. And so, wipe their butts with their own generals. That's how bad you're going to beat yes. them. Yes. They're going to wipe their butts with their basics. <laughs> <laughs> I do that anyway. <laughs> yes, you do. I can imagine. There's a rule at Brando's house that if he whips out a basic land for any reason, you have to take it. Yes. It is not going back into any box that he owns. Yeah, if you ask me for a planes or not, you take that shit home. I don't care what you wanted it for. <laughs> yes. It's leaving the house because I got too damn many. I don't want them. Yeah. So the last thing I want to touch on with ramp, turn one or turn two ramp, if you look at the ramp spells... 16, 17% of the time you're going to get those. That's almost one out of five. 
you probably want more in the one and two drop slot. And we're looking at what is like uh, Cultivate or Kadama's Reach in the three drop slot. And if you want to add that extra ramp to get the turn three Atraxa, you certainly don't want your ramp to be in the three drop slot. You want it in the one or you want it in the two. Correct. So if you are thinking about adding for these, not just Atraxa, but any of the commanders that cost a hard four, get your ramp in the one and two drop slot. Kids. Most deaf. Yes. Okay. Now, we talked about it being slow. We talked about the ramp. We talked about speeding it up. Turn five and six, this deck comes alive. Yes. Yeah, so as soon as you can get any of the aforementioned Anointed Procession, Doubling Season, Atraxa, Inexorable Tide, Paradox Haze, anything that's going to let you add counters. Speeding your sap, your Thalid production, production up. That sounded very difficult to say. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not going to say that again. No, deck's going to come alive. And you can pop off a couple sapperlings, two, three, four, every turn, five every turn. You can start sacrificing them to... Like um, psycho psychotrop salad, psychothrop salad. <laughs> I don't know actually how to say it. Psychotrope salad. Sure, he is salad one and salad two abilities and one sacasaprling draw card. Now we're talking. Now we're talking because you can sacrifice your saprlings for mana. You can sacrifice another one to draw a card. Yep. And with Ashnod's altar, you sacrifice one saprling, get two mana. Sacrifice two more, draw. Card, draw a card. Yep. So three saplings is going to get you two cards. Yep. Good deal. Yep. Or give you a big time with uh, Gave. Or give you big yep. time with Gave. Yeah, we're, not gonna, right. we're not going to talk about that too much, but I just want to point out that Gave is insane in this deck. He's yeah, insane and, and he's unfair. And and you know what? As soon as you can get to a point where you can comfortably sacrifice saplings and still have a lot of fodder to block... This deck has a lot of play to it. Then you're going to... Then you're going to roll. Like, you can start popping guys off real quick with something like Nomada Grove Guardian. Nomada Grove Guardian is a 4-5 tree folk for green, green, 4. She has green, 2. Put a sapling into play. Pretty good. So if you got a whole bunch of mana, just start dumping it in. It's uh, it's kind of like Gave's ability, except you're paying a premium for it because you don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Right? And you can go infinite with this if you added... A couple of mana dorks that just tap for mana with Intruder Alarm. Yep, there's our yeah. favorite card, Intruder Alarm. Or CCO stable. you could do, Nomada's other ability is Sacrifice a Sapperling. All Sapperlings get plus one, plus one until end of turn. That's very good. So if you have 30 and you sacrifice five, you're going to have 25 six sixes. What are you going to do with that? Mostly <laughs> attack and kill people. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. And you could do all that by meh, turn six. Pretty good. I mean, that's like the normal time when you start knocking off players, isn't it? Well, maybe six is early. Six is a little early. In what is probably a kind of casual meta. Yeah, in a casual meta. And this is a pretty casual deck. You can tell this guy (laughs) is in an air quotes casual meta that I'm playing Atraxa in, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, I'm sure there are casual players like, ooh, Atraxa isn't even that broken because they haven't even reached that level yet where they realize, like, holy crap. Yep. Or they are. you're sitting down at a table where people see your attracts and your 99 and automatically assume that you're an asshole. Yeah, and that's why we're talking about it yeah. today, is because you might not be. Yeah. And it, Atraxa is so good, she makes funguses good. Oh, fungus tribal is good because Atraxa is good. Yep. That otherwise, it's even with Gave, it's bad. Yep. It's bad. Gave Guru of Spores doesn't play freaking sapperling <laughs> fungus. Tribal, he's just make mana, infinite make dudes dude. infinite yeah. die. That's what he does. Yeah, he's basically a Voltron general. Yeah, anyways, anyways, yep. okay. Nah. So, we talked a little bit about that. Let's look at the strengths of the deck. Okay, very high top end. Yes, six, the, seven, eight. This deck's gonna roll, right? and it's super fun. And it gives it's one of these decks. One of the things I really, really like about uh, Sapperlings is it really teaches you to pay attention to what you have on the board. And stacking your triggers properly. Yeah, it teaches you all that really basic stuff that I think a lot of people forget about. Yeah, at the beginning of your upkeep, proliferate. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a spore counter on your fungus. Stack them accordingly so if you don't have a spore counter on your fungus, you get one and then attracts his ability resolve so you get another one. Correct. If you do it the other way, proliferate, then get your spore counter. Well, you only get one spore counter. Now you're back on that three-turn clock. 
Yeah. And nobody wants to be there. No, nobody wants to be on a three o'clock train. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Actually, you know what? Super fun, unique, diverse play experience. That's actually one of the strengths that I have written down. And it super is. Yeah. Okay. Plays all the colors that the deck would need to adjust to different kinds of metas. It plays four colors. That's what that means. And the color it's missing is red, which typically does one thing. Yeah. It doesn't do a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's what I was talking about with um, Deep Glow Skate. You could, if you need, add something that just lets you blink it. Blink it and play it again. Um, something like um, Deadeye Navigator. Yeah. Deadeye would be good in this deck because you could just bounce any well, of the things that it, have ETB triggers. Which is Deep Glow Skate and the guy that gets you a land. Yeah, well, there's a couple others. I guess as soon as you put Deadeye, though, you're you're... Decreasing the spiciness because I think it's in the in the stock list on EDH Rec. Probably is. It, it's and it's a good card. It's an expected card if yes. you're playing like a tier three or better. And we're gonna deck. and we're gonna get into those later too. Yeah, um, fairly inexpensive if you have the key pieces. Yeah, once you go to Traxa and the doubling season. The doubling season is the big one. Yeah, I think but. so. Here, let's just take a quick look here. Sixty-eight cards at less than two bucks. <laughs> That's pretty good. What's the total cost of this deck? Like the one, the list that we're looking at right now. Total cost six hundred and two bucks. Hmm. Where does all that money come from? Well, considering sixty-eight of the cards are less than two dollars, even if they're on average one dollar, that's sixty-eight dollars. Yeah. Um, we've got fourteen at the five to twenty range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got. Three at the twenty to one hundred dollar range, and one of those is doubling season at fifty eight dollars. That is an expensive card. Yeah, and Jesse's it's, got a foil one. Did you see his foil? I have two foil ones. No, I have a foil Ravnica one, and I have a Judge promo. Come on. Yeah, I've been playing since Ravnica, dude. I, I've liked this card a lot. Seventy longer bucks. Than, yeah, you you liked it before it was cool. Yeah, I'm such a hipster. Hey, I'm oh, a the, magic sorry. Hipster. The the um, the Ravnica one is ninety four dollars. And uh, the other one for Modern Masters is 68. Good job. Neat. Yeah. Good on you. Thanks. And then uh, it is playing uh, like a complement of, no, not a complement of dual lands, but it is playing dual lands and it's Scrubland and Tundra. I mean, you could play Shocks instead. You could, you could get out of that trap. I mean, if you want to tune the deck for sure, put them in. Yeah, Phyrexian Towers in there too. I know that was thirty bucks now. Yeah, thirty, thirty, thirty bucks. Yeah, neat. Fairly inexpensive if you cut a couple of those things. And I've actually got a list. But before we do, the weaknesses of the deck. Slow. Slow. You could speed it up. You could add mana dorks, but probably at the cost of the few creatures that do get a lot of plus one plus one counters that go really tall and can beat in. I don't think it's a bad idea, though, because those tall creatures that beat in, I mean, you could take out um, Juniper Order Druid is a 2-4 for 5. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, you get a plus 1, plus 1 on that creature and on Juniper Order Druid. Pretty good. Good. Goes really tall. No trample. Um, You could pair that with Corpse Jack Menace, and Corpse Jack Menace 4-4 for 4, if 1 plus 1 is put on a creature, you put another one on a creature. And it's a fungus. And it's a fungus, but we're not playing fungus tribal proper. It comes into play with the Vitaspore, not the Vitaspore Thalva. Those two Thalas I talked about earlier, where they put one on each fungus you control, and then each creature you control, you can take funguses off of. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, okay, so, you so could, there is a little bit of interaction yeah, with Corpse Jack Menace. There's some synergy there. But you know what? Average converted mana cost of 3.66. If you drop a 4-drop and a 5-drop out of there and put a 1 and a 2-drop lamp, 1 and 2-drop ramp spell like I had talked about earlier, you're not only driving the converted mana cost down, you're also speeding this slow as molasses in January, Canadian saying, <laughs> deck up. If you cut any of the thalage, you might lose your density. And yes. you might not be able to make very much saplings. Yeah. So where's the balance? Yeah, right? the, the saplings are, are your kind of your bread and your butter. And there aren't very many creatures in here, actually, that don't make sapling counters. There's a couple, but all of them are the ones that you think of, like your uh, Thelonite Hermit. We won't read all of these ones, but the Thelonite Hermit, he makes saplings when you morph him, and I think he makes saplings bigger. Yeah. Um, there's uh, the dude that first mattered that color identity counted. Felon of Havenwood. That's him. Yeah. 
He's in there too. He makes all your. He's the good, the guy that makes your funguses bigger for the spore counters that are on on them. So he's quite good. Um, but most of the creatures in here are on theme, which I super appreciate because there could have been a lot more broken ass stuff that could have been in here. Like I would take Deep Glow Skate, skate out right now and put in Kamal Fist of Corosa. That's the first cut I make. Oh really? Every time. Uh, yeah, I thought about Fist of Corosa um, because Nomada is kind of similar. Instead of pumping mana into Nomada, though, to give a buff to your dudes, you sacrifice creatures. Yeah. Or if you want to just, because we're going to talk about this weakness, because I know you have it written down, even though I haven't looked at your sheet. You could also play that enchantment where all forests are saplings and all saplings are yes, forests. Um, and then you play Beru Fist of Corosa instead of Kamal, where every time a forest comes into play, all of your creatures get plus one, plus one and trample. Then you make eight saplings on your turn and beat wholesale ass. Oh! Unexpected. There you go. <laughs> Boom. But what does that lose to? Because it's on the weakness list. This deck bends the fuck over to Wrath of God. That's on the list. <laughs> Got there. Oh, so good. <clears throat> the actual note that I wrote down. Potentially weak to Wraths. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. It might it might not it might have a tough time rebuilding after you get wrathed. Yeah. Yeah, might. No, it does. It does. This deck is very fragile to Wrath of God effects. Okay, the last glaring hole that it has. Okay. According to my notes. That are so accurate. <laughs> it's an Atraxa deck, and you'll really have to downplay it as an Atraxa deck, or you'll really have to have an understanding playgroup or be able to social politic your way out of you're playing Atraxa, you're going to die. Yes, because people will look at it immediately. Before, like you're looking, you got a hand, Atraxa, let's beat him down. Yeah. People are going to say that because yeah. that's the reputation she has because she's very strong, she's very good. Um, but this deck is not. This deck cannot survive an all-out assault from four players. It can't. No. Like, early game, you're just going to get... It can't survive one all-out assault from one Wrath of God. Yeah, like, you're going to be laying in ruins very quickly if four or five people try to get on you in this deck, unless you're very lucky. Yeah. And, and even then, like, you're going to be stabilizing it, like, ten life. Two life. And lots of your stuff is going to be in the grave already. You're going to have to spend a lot of your limited resources... Because you don't have a lot of ways of dealing with stuff. You're not removing creatures from the game. You're not really protecting yourself. All your blockers are wieners. Most of your blockers are really important, and you want to keep them alive. That. So it's it's hard to get. The, like Once you hit that turn six and you come to life and you bloom, so to speak, Whoa. Th the deck becomes super good, and it becomes a lot of fun. But getting there with your plan Atraxa is not going to be easy. You're so negative. I'm just being a realist, dude. I, I love this deck, and I love funguses, and I wish I could play them, but one, I don't own an Atraxa on principle, and two, they're just too goddamn slow without her. My Atraxa is actually still unopened. Dang. Yeah, I own one, but eh. <laughs> that makes me think. You haven't opened your Atraxa yet. How about this? CCO Nation. Hashtag CCO Nation, if you will. Ooh. If you can send us in a spicy enough Atraxa list, Ryan will open his Atraxa. <gasps> oh, it's, yeah. Hey. You know what? I, I don't have any reason for not opening it. I just haven't needed the astral cornucopia. I haven't needed the deep glow skate. I haven't built physically built an Atraxa list that, like, I I just I haven't electronically made an Atraxa list that made me want to open my Atraxa. There you go. So help help him out. Help a brother out. You can make him open an Atraxa. You can help me build my, my the Grimlock deck of my dreams. Absolutely. We are always looking for more Atraxa lists for Project, Project Atraxa. Atraxa. That's yes. for sure. Now, let's get to the elephant in the room, what we were talking about the whole time. And maybe because we just haven't played this specific deck, we don't know or we don't have a deep enough understanding. But there was a few cuts that we both kind of thought about. And the first one I want to mention is the price of the mana base yes. because you can get away with a, even a, a four color deck and um you don't need the duels you don't need the shocks the fetches if you have any of them or any combination of them that would be excellent but when you're looking at the dual lands you're looking that are in this deck there is a total of 290 dollars worth of dual lands and you could just take them out the deck already runs this one does already runs shocks Fetches, Trilands, Temples, and Painlands. 
Dang. No filters. No filters. Put in filters. It, it, you know what? It runs the Odyssey on. filters. Not well, as the, good. Not not as good. No, but I mean, do, one dollar substitute of as opposed to hundred and fifty dollar Tundra. Very true. Very excellent. Very true. Right. The other thing, Phyrexian Tower, you mentioned it, $30. Yep. And that one, like you kind of need it, like, but you don't really need that it, one. It gives you colorless. And if you sack a creature, you get black, black, but just add a swamp. That's more important than getting colorless yes. early game, especially if you only have one black yeah. and you got to get a Traxxon turn four. Like, come on, you need yeah. a swamp. If you if you need a Traxxa, playing that in as your first, second, third, or fourth land won't get you a Traxxa. Unless you got a creature unless that you can you, sacrifice. Unless turn one was Thalid, three fungus counters to make a sapperling that you can sack to yeah. the prick. Or you're sacking part of your game plan, which yeah. by and large is Thalid. Yeah, or you're sacking the Thalid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not very good. So, so cut I, that. Me, uh, I like the card. I like the card too, but, but I would cut it for a swamp. Yeah, for sure. Budgetary reasons. Or you could cut it for, I have... Forest or island, but you could cut Phyrexian Tower and run Dryad Arbor. I like me some Dryad Arbor because it's a forest creature that you could sacrifice for some extraneous reason. Yep. Or if you open your hand up, start of the game, you go um, forest into Green Sun Zenith for zero, searching for Dryad Arbor, put it into play. That's a ramp spell right there. You don't even have to do anything. You don't have to cut anything except for a basic land or a Phyrexian Tower. And you put in your Dryad Arbor. You sell your Frexian Tower. You get thirty bucks. You use ten of it to buy your Dryad Arbor. Yep. You got twenty bucks in your jeans to spruce up the deck or buy a case of beer. Exactly. And I like the latter of the two options. Yeah, I like both of those things. Yep. Mostly the second one. Yep. yep. Uh, a couple loose includes. I thought a Fist of Ironwood gives creature trample, which is great. When we talked about Juniper Order Druid, yep. it works good with the big fatties. We t- we didn't really talk about them, but there's a Mycaloth and a, yeah. a couple other just big fatty big creatures. fat beat your face ins. And Fistercrosa gives you, or sorry, Fistercrosa, Fist of Ironwood gives you Trample, and when you play it on a creature, you get two Sapperlings. So I can see why it's in there. It's on theme, and it has a definite purpose. But when we go back to the start of the episode where I had talked about protection for Atraxa, you could cut the Trample Enabler because you're going to try and go wide by and large. Correct. And you could play Greaves, Boots, Champion's Helm, Dark Steel Plate, Asceticism, anything that's going to kind of protect your creatures yes. or um you could even play a chroma's memorial or you could play uh, eldrazi monument yes i would play i think eldrazi monument in this deck would be amazing actually oh yeah because you got so many dudes to sack to it yeah so good yeah i would play greaves in place of uh, me personally i would take fist out fist of, of ironwood, ironwood yep. and put in greaves because you play it before attracts attracts comes in attracts is protected now yeah Whereas the, all those other things, they're going to come out way after Atraxa, and if you're waiting to play your Atraxa, you're waiting a long damn time. Um, there's another one, too. Uh, there's a Dream Pod Druid. It's a 2-2 two, two for 2, so that's cool. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Dream Pod Druid is enchanted, put a 1-1 one, one green Sapperling creature token onto the battlefield. And there's, to my count, I believe only two enchant creatures in here, and one of them we just told you to cut. So cut Dream Pod Druid, the two drop. Put a two drop or a one drop ramp spell in there. Yeah, ramp that's what growth. I would do. Ramp and growth. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Or that's where you could put Life and Limb. Life and Limb. That's the yep. one. That's right. Life and Limb is an enchantment I was talking about earlier. It's green three enchantment. What's the one that makes all of your forests into saplings? All your saplings are forests, and then you really bend over to wrath. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if baby. you don't like bending over to wrath, a little bit, you can bend all the way over. Yeah. If <laughs> yeah. you want, if you don't want to do anything halfway. Life of Limb, baby. Absolutely. I have a foil one of those. I do too. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> I bet did we ha- did you play yours in your sapling or your uh fungus deck? Because I did. Absolutely. Yes, you did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> CCO podcast. We go all in. <laughs> yes, we do. The other one I wanted to talk about here, Growing Ranks. It's another enchantment for Selesnia Selesnia 2. So hybrid hybrid 2 enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep. Populate. So populate is put a token onto the battlefield. That's a copy of a creature token you control. So it doubles your sapperlings every it, turn. It doubles a sapperling. What? You ha- to populate, you just choose a creature token, and it gives you another creature oh, token. Oh, balls that. You know what I like in that spot? Good old blue card CCO staple, Intruder Alarm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Intruder be Alarm is going to go infinite with Gave. And dorks. And dorks. It's going to go infinite with Nomada and dorks. Yep. 
And I've been telling you the whole episode, put your one and two drop dorks in there. Put a Llanowar elf in there, for God's yeah. sake. Or the Dryad Arbor. Or Dryad Arbor. The Dryad Arbor's one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very good. Yep. I would also play, uh, what else could you play there? Ooh, ooh, if you wanted just a win more card, you could swap that out for Beastmaster Ascension. Oh, yeah, Beast like that. Beastmaster Ascension would be very good in this deck as well. Yep. Um, the last thing I'm going to say about the, the, the dork thing, there's a card called Perilous Forays, and I like this card. I love that card. But in this deck, it costs five, so it's an enchantment for green, green, three, one, sack a creature, cool, that's the theme of the deck, right? Search your library for a land with a basic land type. Put it into play tapped. So it's kind of ramp. It's going to get you your duels or your shock lands. Cool. That's why it's good. Yep. Right? Sack a creature. That's important. Not in this deck because they go away because they're tokens, but in other decks, good. Mm-hmm. Kicker is costs five. Yeah, it's, it's too slow. It's too slow. Slow ramp. Yep. And you could run cheaper mana dorks. You could run... Lanwar Elf. Yeah. That's, There's, that's it, there right? you go. I'm, I'm telling you, the the interactions with Nomada and with Gave, and if you do want to be that guy, and with, with a slow with a deck arm, that's slow like this, I think it's important to have that kind of just f you. It, it's important because the deck the could, kill switch the deck is going to get walked on sometimes, and sometimes if you're just on lockdown and you got nothing, sometimes you can sneak out an infinite combo with a Gave. In unexpected. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to do that. Sometimes you just need to tooth and nail Kiki Jiki Pestermite. Yeah. And I always not I, in this deck. Not but. in this deck, but like I would never want to do that. Like I hate doing that. But sometimes you have to do that because you want to play another game. It's yeah. it's midnight. Yeah. You Let's were the just, guy that got left alone the whole game, so you're the second last guy left against a board against a real deck, let's say. Yeah. And you're gonna real deck the real deck. Yeah. Because right? you got to do that sometimes. It just it has to happen. Yeah. Now, so, yeah. Last category, um, I, I'm, or of cards that you might want to consider cutting are the tutors, and there's four of them for a total of twenty four bucks. You could cut them, and we talked about ramp. We talked about removal. We talked about protection. Could cut them all. Um, you could play something like uh, Zendikar Resurgent. I think I'm going to talk about that in an upcoming list that I got prepared. But Zendikar Excellent. Resurgent is. Seven mana, lands tap for double whenever you play a creature, draw a card. Ooh. There's 35 creatures are in here or whatever, right? Uh, like, most of the creatures are coming into play off the back of spore counters and sapperling tokens, yeah. so those don't count for resurgent, but it's a mana doubler, and it's going to draw you cards, which yes. is cool. So, 601 bucks. If you got rid of the dual lands, got rid of the Phyrexian Tower, that's... 300 and some, so you're looking at about a $300 deck, $290 deck. It's st- it's still a lot for a deck that's mostly just for fun, but it's for a lot of... And there's a lot of pieces in here that you can use for other stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and you know what? The other thing, too, you got to remember that 20 bucks of that, like almost 10% of the deck, if you cut the dual lands, is a Traxa. Yeah, and... And doubling season. And doubling season. Yeah. A third of the deck is a track li- a Traxa and doubling season. But yeah. you need doubling season. You can't play this deck efficiently without doubling season. And nobody will ever convince me otherwise. <laughs> ever. Couple things left. First, card, card of the, of week. the week. Nomada Grove Guardian. Nomada I can't Grove say Guardian. enough about this card. I I played it in Sapperlings. You probably played it in your Gave. I sure did. And I even play it in Captain Sisse. Ooh. Because Captain Sisse is that long, drawn out, kind of controlly deck. You're going to eventually get mana. And you're leaving lots of it open because it's got lots of instants and stuff. Oh. Three mana randomly at the end of Buddy's turn, uh, make a sapperling. Make a sapperling. Make a sapperling. Every round of the table. Oh, won't path that because you didn't attack me. Make a sapperling. Okay, all of a sudden, six, eight, ten sapperlings. Uh, hmm, okay. Well, I got ten mana now. It's turn ten, whatever. Make three sapperlings, sack all three of them, take fifty. It's in that example, it's slow versus having a lot of sapperlings already and just beating wholesale ass with it. But it's still pretty good. I like it, yeah. and it beats, and it's a, it's a four or five. It's good. I want to do an honorable mention card. We didn't talk about it, but it is one of my favorite cards in Magic for fecundity. Oh yeah, yeah fecundity is an enchantment for two green. Whenever a creature goes into a graveyard from play, its controller draws a card. Works for everybody, but since you're sacking sapperlings, you're sacking stuff, you're putting guys into the graveyard anyway. You're gonna draw lots of cards, and that's lots of fun. Um, but I don't know. I just like that card lots, and I was hoping to. 
mention it at least once. Back to my dirty kitty days. Milk list. Milk we list. We haven't done milk list in a while. No, it's your favorite part of the whole thing. Okay, so milk list is the top, well, in this case, 15 cards or the the, the most popular cards in Atraxa Colors at each converted mana cost from 0 to 15. Correct. Sorry, in Atraxa's case, it's 0 to 13. Because on EDH Rec, I guess, at the time that the milk list was created, there was no 14 or 15 drops in Atraxa Colors. Really? Interesting. What about that stupid one that has affinity for artifacts that costs like a thousand? <laughs> That's blue. Uh, not in here. Blink Moth Infusion it's, or whatever it's called? But it's not in any Atraxa deck. Or, or, or decks that are all four of Atraxa Colors. Sounds like Project Atraxa Round 3. <gasps> Project Attracts a Blink Moth Infusion. Boom. Okay, so Brando's got the list in front of him. Sure do. I've got the milk list. Astral Cornucopia. No. Soul Ring. Yes. Thrumming Bird. Nope. At three, Chromatic Lantern. Yes. Four, Tezzeret's Gambit. No. At five, Deep Glow Skate. Yep. At six, Merciless Eviction. No. Definitely not. Don't put a wrath in your own <laughs> <No>. deck. <laughs> Dune Blast. Nope. I'm reading the wrong colors. Wait, no, I'm not. At eight, Ugin the Spirit Dragon. Nope. Nine, Garrick's Wake. Nope. Ten, Jin Gataxis. He's a dick. He's a piece of shit, and he's not in this deck. Primeval Protector. Nope. What the hell card is that? Never heard of it. Let's look it up in a minute. Yep. Blightsteel at 12. Nope. Emrakul the Promised End at 13. Nope. Forest. Yes. Yes, but we don't count that. Nope. Look at that. Three milkless matches. Pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not, not one of our statistical spicy calculator thingies, but... Still pretty good. It's an indicator. Oh, for the record, <laughs> Primula Protector is actually from C16. Uh, maybe he was in the Atraxa list. I don't know for sure, but he is green 10 for a 10-10 avatar. Costs one less to cast for each creature your opponents control. When Primeval Protector... Enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on each other creature you control. Wouldn't be terrible, but this deck doesn't really need Yeah, this. we don't want that guy. What, is the, what does this deck do need? I just thought of this. We're talking um, about going big, going home. Plague Wind. We talked about it last week. Plague Wind in Garrick's Wake was on the milk list. So don't yeah. play that. Play Plague Wind. Play Plague Wind. Because <laughs> Plague Wind wraths all their dudes, leaves yours alone. And there yep. is a possibility for you to make that kind of mana yep. without much difficulty once you hit the Blossom stage. Yeah. And once you hit Blossom stage... Turn five plus in this deck. You could also play Twilight's Call when you're getting attacked. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, you can't. Because no, can. <laughs> all your tokens hit the graveyard and die. Yes. Oh, I thought I was being clever again. No, no, no. No, don't, don't, don't try that. Dang it. Okay, last thing. Spicy calculator. Ooh. And I'm going to use the numbers from when I made the notes. Okay. Um, at the time, there was six, 3,685 car or Atraxa lists. Right? It's like 200 more now There's like in two, four days. Yeah. 50 lists a day. Come on, God guys. damn internet. Do something else. Yeah, build some different stuff. Yeah. Watch porn. Don't build a tracks of lists. <laughs> Use the internet for what it's intended for. Okay. Average converted mana cost in the deck, 3.68. Higher, but... It's higher end. It's normal. It's, it's good normal. for a cash yeah. fun deck like this one. And now, critical turn and optimal game size. Max those numbers out because the more players taking attention off of you... And the the slower and bigger the game is, the better for this deck. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets good. Four tutors, you could cut them, and it's going to drive the spice rating way up through the roof. Mm-hmm. And uniqueness rating, number of different cards from the stock list on edhrec.com, 52. That is unreal. Yeah. So, so good. We were saying it's a Gave Guru of Spores deck. And yep. I didn't run the official math on how many cards different than Gave it is, but because Gave is so combo focused, it doesn't run some of the cards that are in here yes. that are Sapperling and token focused. Correct. Right? So yeah. even if it was a Gave deck, it would still have a high spice or uniqueness yeah. rating. This goes back to what we talked about last week with that jack in the box effect where you take Oh, that's a good point. Where you take a like a the skeleton of another of another deck and just Retrofit. Infu- that you infuse it into the deck that you're playing to give you that extra oomph when you really need yeah, it. Yeah, to give you that extra color or to give you that extra ability that you need or whatever, Because right? sometimes you just need to go infinite. Sometimes you just need goddamn blue for an intruder alarm. Yeah, sometimes you just need that. Yeah. So 
Because it's an Atraxa deck, EDH rec has 52 different cards than what we have. Unreal. That gives us a spicy rating for the deck, 43, right on the money. Excellent. That's pretty good. Yeah, and that's a pretty good spicy rating. That would be way higher if there was no tutors. If there was no tutors, uh, I don't have the the Excel file open that does it for us in front of me. I've I've got it written down. Spicy goes to, and I didn't write the number down, but I think that it was 68. Which is very good. Very good. If you took those four tutors out, tutors, the, the formula looks at tutors as um, very diminishing for your result. And um, if you took all four out, you'd get like a 68 or 69. That's very good. Yeah. If you took, God damn, if you took uh, tooth and nail out, I'll give you 68 just by principle. Yeah, you just take tooth and nail. that card is like crazy good. Yes. Yeah. And what are you even tooth and nail for? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're tooth and nailing for. It's still tooth and nail. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be some kind of degenerate garbage. Gave and some degenerate garbage. I'm sure that's what you search for. Ah, that's what I'd search that's for. That's for sure what you search for. Mm-hmm. Every time. Gave and corpse jack menace. Yeah, that'd do that's it. what you search for, I bet you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, what else? What do you say about the deck? What What's the final word? I like it lots. I would super play this, and I hope that the guy who built it owns it, still plays it. Max Coe. Yeah, Max Coe. Somebody find <laughs> this guy and tell him that we like his deck. I like this lots. I wanted to play Fungus a bunch of times. I built Thelon of Havenwood. I built Gave. It's just too slow. And Gave is too combo heavy for me to, to play. I'm not a big combo player. But um, this deck is a lot of fun for, for to me. And I would totally play this. If I was going to build an Atraxa list. Which I won't on principle. But yeah. Yeah I'll have to do it and open yeah. up my box. Because yeah. you. <laughs> exactly you have to do it. Yep. I will build a Grimlock list. If somebody sends it to me. I'm going to keep hyping that until somebody does it. Very excellent. CCO Nation, make both those things happen. By the next Commander Cookout podcast, hit our theme song. Woo!